0: Coming up on the Bible Story Podcast, we learn that God's judgment is perfect. God's judgment is way better than mine. One time I ate hot dogs that had a bit
1: of a green tinge to them.
0: Then I felt so sick and then I had to go to the bathroom. Gross. Okay, okay. You probably shouldn't finish that story if you want people to tune in, which you should.
1: Welcome to the Bible Story Podcast.
0: My name is John Drabert. And my name is Braden Poet. And we are your hosts. Storytellers. Hey, recently we polled a bunch of
1: campers at our summer camp and the kids, uh, we asked the kinds of things that they want to hear on the show and starting in season eight, those things are coming out. That's October 2021. So coming up fairly quickly, we're going to be introducing these ideas and these topics. It's gonna be great.
0: Yeah, we're pretty excited. Um, of all the different things that they were kind of asking for, interested in, it's it's going to be really fun. But we do have a, a pretty big concept today, so we should jump right into things. Yes, we should. So, John, stop being off track. Uh, okay. <laughs> okay. Question. Have you ever noticed that people's judgments are often, you know, they can be misguided or incorrect? Uh, Braden,
1: have I ever told you about the story where I ate green hot dogs and it was just
0: a really okay, bad decision? No, you did and we don't bad judgment on my part. Yeah, we don't need to. We don't need to hear about it. It's th- a, it's a great story. I think we know story. how it ends. <laughs> okay, we you know, let's let's skip ahead. I'm glad you survived. I'm glad you're still with us. I am too. Yeah. Thanks. I I had an A and <laughs> W gas station burger once that I feel ended the same way. So oh. okay, <laughs> often. You know, we don't have all the information in, in our judgments or, you know, our emotions can get in the way or make it difficult to assess things accurately or in a non-biased way. Mm, yeah. And, and
1: when we say that God's judgment is perfect, we mean a couple of things. First of all, it is complete. And second, it is accurate, both to the facts
0: and God's heart and desire. Yeah. This is where both justice and grace live together perfectly. You know, I, th- Braden, that that's
1: a loaded statement that you just said. I think you need to maybe give a bit of explanation behind that.
0: Okay. So, if someone did something, you know, criminally wrong. Yes. All right. And like a judge green, like e- eating green hot dogs. Well, that's just gross. Not criminally wrong though. It should have been. <laughs> okay. So, someone does something criminally wrong, and a judge made a, a just ruling. The judge's decision then, you know, could be described as fair. And, and that it matched or fit the crime. So it was unbiased. They took mm-hmm. the information and they made a decision based on those things. Um, they showed no favoritism towards the person. A just decision is what everybody wants from a judge. Yes. You know, it, it makes people feel yep. good, I guess. I don't know. Um, you know, people want a criminal to learn their lesson and not do the same thing again. And, and grace, though, is something that is good that we don't deserve. It's given to us as a gift, yeah, that we don't deserve. So, yeah. so
1: I'm gonna expand on this idea a little bit. So, let's say the judge says to uh, mate, say to the criminal, "I am finding you ten thousand dollars for your crime," and it fits the crime that they've done. Right. Then, if he wants to show grace, he might go and personally pay the criminal's fine. So, not. No longer the judge, but him personally might pay the criminal's fine. And in that scenario, there's both
0: justice and grace. Right. That it, that's a, it's a good example. I do think it falls short in one specific way, but we will cover that in our story today.
1: Okay. Uh, you can find today's story in Judges chapter 4 and 5. And just so you know, Braden. Yes. chapter 5 yes. is like... The entire chapter is a song, and Ooh. maybe, like, on your next road trip because you're going on like a camping canoe trip you could like, can I wrap it? You could wrap the whole thing for everyone else in the vehicle, and it would be super fun. I'm sure everyone would love that, yes, and not difficult at all.
0: not difficult at all. okay, let's get back to the story. um after God established Israel as a nation, their leaders were called judges, so in those days israel. They didn't have any kings.
1: Yeah. And these judges were people who listened to God and then led the people. They were different than like the, the judges we have today in our country. Yeah, court they didn't system. wear like the black gowns. No. Not that we know of anyway. No wooden hammers. Do you know that for a fact? Or are you just making that assumption? Maybe every judge back then had a wooden hammer because they were like also construction workers. A gavel. Anyways, <laughs> they probably didn't have black robes or gavels. Uh, But there are some similarities between the judges of those days and judges we have today. Yeah, they were
0: using judgment. (laughs) That's right. Israel developed a pattern in their relationship with God. So uh, they developed this pattern really early on as a nation. They would start really faithful to God and and in good and right relationship with him. But then they would behave poorly. They would do evil. Often they would begin to worship other gods and not be faithful to the true God. God. Yeah, and then they would find themselves apart from God and in some sort of disastrous situation that would come up, you know, to them as a result of their choices. Yes, and this would go on and on and on and
1: on. And then, just like I did when I ate bad hot dogs, the people would cry out to God to rescue them and repent. From their wicked ways. I promise I will never eat a hot dog like this again. Too much information.
0: Uh, God would then call a leader or a judge to save them. With God's power, the judge would rescue Israel, and Israel would live harmoniously with God for an extended period of time. And then predictably, the Israelites would fall away from God, they would do
1: evil again in his sight, and the pattern would repeat itself. So based on this pattern,
0: John will eat green hot All done. right, that
1: is not gonna happen. Not a chance. All
0: right, jumping into our story for today, we first learn that Sisera was cruelly oppressing Israel. So he was appointed of the leader of King Jabin's army, who was the king of uh one of the kings of uh Canaan, Canaanite. Yep, the Canaans. The, or the Canaanites. He was a Canaanite king. Uh, he had nine hundred. Iron chariots. That's a lot. Yeah, which made his army seem unbeatable to the Israelites. Let's be honest, Braden. They
1: were unbeatable. They had oppressed Israel for twenty years up to this point. Israel,
0: they could do nothing to stop this guy. Yeah. Now we don't know all of the details, but it was likely that King Jabin forced the Israelites to to pay money, give large portions of their crops, and. And kind of resources even do other tasks and if they refuse they'd either be beaten or perhaps killed yeah needless to say the oppression that this canaanite king and his
1: commander sisera were giving to the israelites or forcing on the israelites it was awful yeah and the israelites kind like when i ate those hot dogs i
0: cried out to god the israelites cried out to god for help they were desperate yeah not the same scenario not the not the same uh uh uh, amount of oppression happening here no (laughs) no uh okay so deborah was israel's judge and and just so we're clear she was a woman there were not many judges who were women so the story is a little bit unique for that reason
1: I think she is the only one, I, I know she is the only one recorded in the Bible as a, a woman who is cool. a judge. So That's this awesome. is a pretty big deal. Yeah. And, and, and it shows us that God calls women to his service in leadership roles mm. throughout history, society. You know, it has not given women equal opportunities as men, yet God shows that, um, that he calls and uses women in extraordinary ways. Mm.
0: I like that. I think that's a, that's a really critical point. No matter your, you know, your gender, your age, your color, your shape, your height, um, your, your width, your depth, your... Or any other defining <laughs> feature. Or any other defining feature. God wants to use you for his plans. Mm, I like that. Deborah was a prophetess. She spoke with a man named Barak, and this is what she said to him. This is what the Lord, the God of Israel, commands you. Call out 10,000 warriors from the tribes of Neftali and Zebulun at Mount Tabor. And I will call out Sisera, commander of Jabin's army, along with his chariots and warriors, to the Kishan River. There I will give you victory over him. So Barak heard, hears this from Deborah
1: and, and he says to Deborah that he would not go without her. So Deborah agreed, but pointed out that a woman would be taking credit for rescuing Israel.
0: So, uh, just a clarification: Deborah is saying this to Barack, speaking on behalf of God. Is that how? Is that yeah. How it's so she's a prophetess. Yeah. Uh, a prophet of God, and so she's saying, "Hey, this is
1: what God is saying to you. You need to do this." Awesome. And Barack
0: is saying, "Not without you, I'm not doing it." So then, yeah, Barak insists that Deborah go with him. He had a tremendous ar- amount of respect for her, and, and really, as did all of Israel. Yeah, absolutely. So, Barak and Deborah are at, the, uh, at Kadesh,
1: or Kadesh, and they summoned an army of 10,000 troops, all 900 chariots, and the entire army of this Canaanite king uh, marched out against the Israelite army. This was a huge
0: standoff. Yeah. Deborah encouraged Barak, telling him, get ready. This is the day the Lord will give you victory over Sisera, for the Lord is marching ahead of you. So, Barak led his 10,000 warriors, warriors down the slopes of Mount Tabor into battle.
1: Now, now imagine this with me. <clears throat> God caused Sisera's army to panic. Now, I don't know like... This army had dominated mm-hmm. the Israelites for 20 years. And so for them to start panicking was highly unusual. So what yeah. God did, I am really curious, but these guys start panicking. And there's absolute chaos all over the battlefield. And Barak and his 10,000 sh- soldiers begin chasing after all of Sisera's army, and they kill them. Not a single
0: one was left alive. except. For Sisera. Correct. correct. Got down from his chariots and, and ran away. Barack with some soldiers then pursued him. Jael was the wife of Herbert. They no, were. Yeah. So, Jael. Yeah. We we need
1: to clarify like, oh, this is. We're, we maybe forgot this portion in the backstory, I think. Oh, okay. Right? So, Jael and Herber, Yeah. You're going to
0: explain who they are. Yeah. So who are they? They were Israelites that had moved kind of away from their family's land and were living at Kadesh. Right. And
1: so this is where the battle is happening at Kadesh. Yeah. And so they are kind of in the middle of all of this. Right. So they would have had like a house, a a place. Yeah, they would have had a tent, which Israelites would have stayed in tents. And at this point, um, they had made... Kind of an alliance, or they were friends with King Jabel, so they were just at, at peace with them and able to stay
0: in that valley of kadesh all so, right, so then when Jael saw Sisera running, she invited him in, and she gave him something to drink at his request, and then covered him up with some blanket blankets, yeah, so Sisera was exhausted obviously from the battle and he and he fell asleep at, uh, bad bad move yeah, bad move at this yes. point then. Jail took a tent peg and a hammer and d- drives Whoa. the tent peg through Cicero's temple. yeah, killing him. I, it's graphic. It is very graphic
1: and very um, I don't know if I would have had the nerve. That's intense. Its very intense. Uh, you are correct. This is a way more uh, significant of story than my hot dog story, mm-hmm. but I will say she must have experienced some. Tremendous amount of pain, mm. um, and like firsthand experience of of the oppression, yeah, to, to motivate her to such an act. Mm-hmm. But all right, so carrying on with the story, Brock comes looking for uh, this guy, and JL brought him
0: into her tent to show him the lifeless body of Sisera. So on that day. Israel saw God defeat Jabin the Canaanite king and from that time from that time on Israel became you know stronger and stronger against King Jabin and, and until they finally destroyed him so again to to just clarify in today's story we see that God's judgment is, is perfect and it's both fair and filled with grace now Israel started out doing evil in, in the sight of God and so
1: As a result of their bad choices, God handed them over to King Jabin and of the Canaanites. And after 20 years of doing things their way, God delivers them. After he hears their cry for help, he delivers them through the leadership of Deborah
0: and Barak and at the hand of this woman named Jael. God's judgment is is perfect. It's just and is filled with grace. Israel received some very difficult years as a result of not following God. Sisera was the one oppressing Israel, but then was killed. Israel cried out for help, even though they didn't deserve it. God was gracious and saved them. He he even gave King Jab an extra time to stop his oppression of the Israelites before destroying him also. God's patience is a form of grace for us and others.
1: You know, Braden, this is a messy story. It is. Uh, there's a lot of death mm-hmm. and destruction. Uh, it almost seems, though, that God is for Israel right. and against the
0: Canaanites. But I don't think that is true. Yeah, I would agree. I don't think that's true either. So imagine if King Jabin and, and the leader of his army, Sisera, you know, if they honored God, I think mm. those two men would have had more gently helped Israel back into right relationship instead of oppression. Oppressing them, they would have helped them into right relationship with God, and that it just would have been better. Yeah, and if everyone,
1: like, if we continue that train of thought, if everyone had been honoring God, both nations would have prospered and gained far more as a result. Mm -hmm. But instead, God used the ill intentions of the Canaanites to humble and discipline the Israelites, Mm. and then later that whole thing was flipped, and uh, the Canaanites were humbled and disciplined by the Israelites. So he used the ill intentions of both nations to humble and discipline the other, and as a result, there's just a lot of pain and sorrow and death, and that's awful. Mm -hmm. Unfortunately, uh, according to the story, it doesn't appear that the Canaanites ever... Repent. Only the Israelites do.
0: Yeah. And, and a reminder we certainly don't have God's perspective. No. You know, he sees things differently. He sees things in obviously a grander scale. And, and because he is good, we can be sure that his judgments will be perfect. And they're both just and gracious. Growth tip time. Reminder that a growth tip is a way for all of us to grow in a relationship with Jesus and my favorite part of the podcast. It is. And today we want you to have a conversation with a friend about an issue. Okay, John, no more talking about your hot dogs. We can talk about real issues. Real issues. Okay. Real issues. In this conversation, I want you to answer two questions. How is God just and how is he being gracious? Hmm. Now, if this issue that you brought
1: up with a friend, if it is an ongoing issue, it may be challenging to
0: answer these questions, mm-hmm. which is why we need friends. It's true. Friends help us bring a perspective that we don't have and are a huge help on kind of like rounding out our thoughts on the scenario. One piece of advice is, is to be kind, not mm. only to someone sharing, but also to yourself. You know, we can often say things with a little more force or anger than we intend or maybe frustration especially if we're in an emotional state of thinking so you know let's let's be conscious of the people that we're sharing with and and because they can be fragile or we can be fragile as we're going through hard things yeah i think everybody's fragile when they go through hard time
1: yeah Hey, we get excited about the idea of people growing in a relationship with Jesus. And when you share the Bible Story podcast, while well, you are
0: helping others do just that. Yeah, I don't care what John says about you all. You are the best. Subscribe well, wherever you listen to this podcast and we will chat with you next week. I, I, I always say good things about all of you. You can't end <laughs> something like that,
1: Brayden. I love all of you.
0: Bye.
1: Braden, Mm -hmm. what do your childhood fear of the dark and our human sin nature have in common?
0: Wow. We didn't just bring up my childhood trauma and I don't know. I'll give you a hint. Jesus
1: is often described as this. Hmm. Still don't know. Okay. Well, you and the audience will have to keep listening to find out on the Bible Story Podcast.